I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Hoops the Podcast. I am Julio, joined by Francis. Francis, how you doing? Swell and well. Swell and well. Love it. How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I was thinking about something and I wanted to ask you about it. Yes. That is the nature of what we do. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that I have that. Good, good, good. Um, I, My question to you, what is your policy regarding posting stories on your Instagram story for people's birthdays? Mm. You mean saying happy birthday to them? Via your Instagram story. Yeah, I don't do it. You don't do it. I don't know where that came from. I don't mind it. I honestly don't mind it. I, I think it's a nice thing. Yeah. Um, I, I No one's ever done it for me, which doesn't really bother me. Really? And I don't do it for people. Oh, interesting. Well, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I, I guess. <sighs> I remember, let me tell you this. Yes, I dated a girl once who had a lot of friends and she would, I remember there was a period where you know seven of her friends had birthdays in like a two-month span and she was just putting together these 10 slide yeah yeah fucking collages for everyone's birthday and it took so much time and i was like jesus christ i know what are we doing here i know you know what are we doing i know what's seriously and then and that's the thing that's the point is where does it stop because it's like you have your close friends but then by not putting one of somebody else does that make them not a close friend because this is what hap- this is what was happening. This is this is bullshit. And another time, like for example, one friend who's a good friend, and one friend who's less of a good friend, and they have the birthday on the same day. So then I don't post for the friend who I normally would have posted for because I'm afraid that less good friend would get offended. Yeah, dude. So so I came up with this this year, and tell me what you think about this. I thought this was a good solution to the problem. I was like, I'm only going to do that if I'm with the person on their birthday. Huh. I'll take a picture of them. I'll take a picture with them. Happy birthday. I'm with you. That is a great idea. And it feels way more normal than the weird, psychotic thing you just described. (laughs) Or the seven page collage. Yeah, all of that. Why are we building shrines to each other on social media? Call your fucking friend. Call your friend. Yeah. And wish him or her happy birthday. It's the best way to do it. Um, Dude, totally. So... But this is what happened. So I was going to put that into effect. So I went to my friend's birthday dinner and I go to take a picture and he goes, dude, can you not post that? I will feel bad that I didn't invite people. So then, <laughs> then there was no birthday post. All of this. It's all just, of this. I know. It's unnecessarily stressful. I do not live in those margins and I am so grateful for it. Yeah. yeah. People I like know that I like them people i don't like know that i don't like them and they don't like me back and there's no expectation or uncertainty my friends and my enemies are defined are they though i feel like there's definitely people who think that you like them who you don't like maybe but they certainly wouldn't be <laughs> expecting a birthday post right, from right, me right, 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 right. it's not that close <laughs> there's it nobody just... who has it that wrong <laughs> i mean dude like it, it's I I have you know not to fucking humble brag I have a lot of friends a lot of people who are you I do. care a lot about 
And it's too much to be posting a birthday thing every day. You broke the seal. That's your problem. The second you do it for the first time, then everyone expects the Julio treatment. Yes. So here's the other question now. When somebody posts happy birthday to you and tags you, are you supposed to repost it? I, I again, I, I don't understand <laughs> that either. I but, don't understand they went that out either. Way to tag you in a thing. Yeah, but it's like, I, I don't understand that, and I also don't understand. I don't understand it when people, comedians or whomever, get someone posts a story saying, "Boy, so and so killed it tonight" with a picture of them on stage, and then that comedian reposts it to their own story. Why don't you see the value in that? Because why does the comedian need to show everyone that someone who came to his or her show oh, right. loved them? That feels so narcissistic to me. Why are you why are you proving that people had a good time? Why 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 you know? Right. So I think that so this is what what I would say to that. There's two different ways about that. If if you're with another comic and they post a picture of you up there cool, there's a picture of you up there, and that's cool, repost it. Really? I, see, I wouldn't do yeah, that either. I, I, it depends. But if, for example, if I'm at a show and a bunch of people came, blah, 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 awesome, and people start tagging me, I will repost some of them as an appreciation, as an acknowledgement. Yeah, and, and I, you know? I, that is the answer. I just don't really know how we got there. I don't know how we got to this place where when someone tags you in an Instagram story, you're supposed to repost it to show your appreciation why not just dm them back which is what i do like thanks so much that's what i do i just dm them and i'm like that's so nice thank you for coming or i think yeah that's a good way to do it too and i love it i love it when people post a story of an episode of our podcast and they say like this is so funny you gotta check this out and then Sometimes I get the I get the the marketing strategy of reposting that to say like hey look people are enjoying this you might too swipe up whatever and it's also just a way to post about the pod you know sometimes it's like hard to have an angle it's just like a different way to post about the pod right but and if somebody's like I loved this whatever and it's something nice I have no problem with reposting yeah I don't have a problem with that I I just Sometimes I'll go through a comedian's story right. and, it's like and it'll 50 be of 50 of them. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck, it's dude? Too we it's get too it. Much. People think you're funny. You know, you aren't you secure in that knowledge, though? Why do you need to advertise that? Is Why that do, you, do you think that's what it is? They're papering. I feel like there's Instagram. a chance that they are going too far in the direction of I need to show these people that I acknowledge them. So I'm going to repost it. If I repost one, I have to repost Comedians them aren't that appreciative. It's all part of the, look Look at how many people are stroking my ego. I, it's, I, I've never thought that, which is, so it's interesting to hear you say that. Like, well, granted, I do get annoyed if it's just like 50 of the same thing. Check this out. Check this out. It's the same thing. Every single one. That's obviously annoying. But never have I been like, this guy's trying to show me that he's. Okay. Well, let's go back to the birthday thing. Okay. If. 20 people post a, an Instagram story of you saying happy birthday to my favorite guy, Julio. And then you were to repost all of those things. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, Julio, we get it. It's your birthday. <laughs> but 
But what if each person's posting a unique photo of me with them, and then it ends up being this nice collage of pictures of me at different points in my life, which is a valuable thing to be well, posting. Why wouldn't you just screenshot all of those and save them for yourself? You could, but then why post on Instagram at all? Why ever post a picture on Instagram then? Well, I think I think the idea of posting an original photo or whatever on right. Instagram is very different from reposting something that someone else has posted about you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just don't, I don't really know where, to your point, like I don't know where we, how we got there. Right. And I don't know. Because that became a normal thing. And, and I don't know once where. once you repost one, you have to repost them all because then it, your friends will be like, oh, like why'd you repost this one and not mine? So I think you have to go all or nothing. I'd be very curious to hear from somebody who posted a happy birthday Instagram story and then the birthday girl or boy reposted it and whether the first person, the first poster, felt validated or appreciative that the birthday girl or boy had reposted their wish. I would be very curious. Right, right, yeah. Does yeah. that mean something so to yeah, so, yeah, any birth, birthday posting POVs would be interesting if, to hear what you guys think about it. If you think anything that you think is, that we haven't covered. My birthday's coming up. I know. Are you excited? No, but, but don't, don't do it. Don't post anything of me. I don't, I don't, my... I don't want that. I don't get it. I don't. I don't really get it. What, dude? What do you mean you don't get it? Someone they you're they're your friend, and they're like it's Francis's birthday. I'm gonna throw up a pic of him. That's not that hard of a thing to understand. But no, for some reason it doesn't happen. Really? It's never happened with me. So, like you said, maybe you're just like your people know I'm out. Your lane just doesn't do that. Am I? That's great. Am I an asshole? I know you I'm just, an dude, You're just taking the fun out of stuff right now. Wait, hold on a second. Like, <laughs> like it's your birthday. Like you don't, oh, I don't fucking like my no, birthday. No, but you know, what that's, I that's want, what, sounding like. what I want for in, in lieu of that is for old friends to, you know, text me a, a picture of us, a memory, and nice. then we'll laugh about it or uh, call me. You know, yeah. Is that old fashioned? No, I think that's great. I think you should. That's what you should do. If your intention is to reconnect with me over this birthday wish, I'm thrilled, and I would like that very much. Um, but you don't need to. What? I guarantee you that a lot of the people who might post a photo of me on their Instagram, their followers have no idea who the fuck I am. So mm. it, it, it makes no sense. Right, which Why? Is, it's just a dedication, just a shout out to their boy. <laughs> yeah, I'd, right? I'm, I'm I get it, baffled but, by it right. as a phenomenon. This comes out the day uh, before your birthday, by the way. That's wow. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's great. I'd be very balls in your court, that's guys. That's actually great. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm glad, and now we're going to get a slew of people. <laughs> <laughs> fucking posting uh, to troll me i feel like <laughs> and i appreciate that I, I i get i understand your grievance with the idea of social media expectations <laughs> as stressful right that is that your point the point is no it's, i just <laughs> all of it is so nuts what what, Dude, is, what does that think mean, about think about birthdays in 1950 
You'd have your friends over for a cookout, a couple of beers. Because that was the only way to do it. talk. That was the only way to do it. And that is so fun. But, dude, is it, though? Like, Buddy, you came over for we had a good time. Saturday afternoon. You're going to tell me that wasn't fun? That was fantastic. But that I'm just was saying, so fun. I'm saying there's, and we should talk about that, but there's nothing, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with being like, happy birthday, Francis, throwing it up there. It's not as if I would get angry or, or feel slighted if somebody no, course, did that. Um, I just, you mentioned that you had worries that if you didn't do it for certain people right. they would feel slighted right and that to me it's too much sucks agreed that's pressure agreed and mind games i do definitely over something that's very trivial right and it shouldn't be something that should be read deeper into it shouldn't be a thing now there are exceptions boyfriend girlfriend husband wife oh parents family should we, do you post those things for you on my girlfriend's birthday, I think I would post. Uh, I'd post something for her. Yeah, about I would her. too. Yeah, I post a story. Yeah, an yeah. honor, something honoring her. Yeah. Um, you know, I hate to say this, but if if my parents were ever to pass away, I would probably post it's something memorial. about them. Yeah, it's very nice. Or maybe maybe on a big birthday. I don't know. Right. It's very nice. But just hey, everybody! This is my buddy Max. It's his thirty third birthday today. Happy birthday, Max. My followers gonna be like, what the, who the fuck is Max? Why do we need to see Max? That's no, they don't know who, you know, and granted, I'm a comedy account. I make videos about parking, <laughs> podcast clips, and stand up, and then the occasional, you know, fake email exchange that I write or something. That's the other thing, too, though. It's like people like to see camaraderie within the industry. So then, you know, one might argue that posting something of a comedian friend is something that your followers do want to see. I have another bad answer for this that you're going to hate. And yeah. I, I I could sense you getting a little annoyed. I'm not annoyed. You're not annoyed. I'm but not, <laughs> I, this might I'm actually you. not annoyed. Sometimes when I see that, I see it as... Look who I'm friends with. It's clicky and it's yeah. like, yeah. It's, I, I know. It's status binding. Yeah, no, totally. I know. And, and I'm that, like, I see right through you, you fucking, you know, 11th grader. No, I do. Totally. You junior at the cool table. But, but. to show everyone that you're at the cool table. Dude, totally. But, but the, the question is a valuable one. It's like, that is true. And like, anytime I'm with a comedian who's like, does well, I'm always like self, I'm like, should I, is this weird if I'm posting a picture? Mm -hmm. Because of that. Mm -hmm. However. Is there value to showing, you know, the people who follow you, you having camaraderie with other comedians who they know? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So th this, I'm I'm being a bit of a hypocrite here, um, because you know I posted that exchange, the the, the long sort of Twitter thread I did about um, giving the guy a pair of pants, the homeless man, and then I ended up finding him hooking up with a my wife or something like that. Remember that? <laughs> yes, it was great. So I posted that, and Andrew Schultz posted it to his story. Yeah, and then I reposted Andrew Schultz's post of my post. Why? What's wrong with that? I did it because Andrew Schultz has 1.2 million followers, and I wanted to let everyone know: look at I this monster celebrity comedian who right. validated my work. And what's wrong with that? That's great. That's fun, and you should be proud of that. But if Andrew Schultz only had 30,000 followers, and 
wasn't a big deal. I don't know that I would have reposted. And that's okay. That's fine. That, dude, there's nothing wrong with that. That's an exciting thing. If fucking somebody with a big account doesn't make like it's important to not underplay the little wins. Fine. Dude, the little but victories. I still felt weird doing it. I know. I, I know. felt weird doing Cloud that. Clout chasing. Dude, totally. Being like, look everyone, look at my trophy. Look who gave me the nod. Dude, absolutely. I felt weird doing that. Yep. I understand. And and same. And it's it, it's it's too bad. It's too bad that it has to be something that's thought about that much. Yeah. It's a good question, dude. It's a good question. But you know, I gotta tell you. A question like this would be a lot easier to handle than my bird dogs. I I, 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 I hate to say it. I I, I I'm having you're a hard time a little bit and you're figuring out here. the nuances of this debate. And part of the reason is that I'm not wearing my bird dogs and I wish that I were. Dude, they're a comfortable pair of pants. They are so comfortable. And the underwear doesn't ride up, which is another thing that contributes to discomfort when your underwear is not attached to your pants as it is with the bird dog's pants. (laughs) Built-in underwear liner, extremely comfortable. 99% of the time when we record, I am wearing bird dog's pants. Yeah, I wear them all the time too. Dude, they're fantastic. They are unbelievable. It's a quality pair of pants. Um, But it's funny... We have changed up our our promo code. Now. We have. So you guys thought you knew where this was going. Yep. However, it is not going where you thought. You probably thought you might receive a pair of nunchucks with your first order, but that's no longer the case. That's no longer happening. No longer the case. Now, <laughs> with your first order of bird dogs, if you use the promo code oops meets <laughs> one word, oops meets, you will get a charcuterie board. <laughs> with your bird dogs which i gotta say that's a much more practical thing to get sure is that's like when you're when you're a member of the casino club and you get to pick what you want with your points nobody picks like you know what i mean you're picking the charcuterie that's right over the weapon that's right um but we love the the nunchucks but they're retired for now yeah and, that's uh, right get your meats yeah and get your oops bird meats. dogs oops meats birddogs.com <laughs> promo code oops meats today oops. throw a party <laughs> Throw a party for your birthday. <laughs> so, dude, speaking of which, you had a fucking a nice little shindig. Over I sure did. I sure did. Day. I sure did. That was fun. Francis and I had a moment where we were joking about how every time we drink together, we were just like, oh, dude, you're you. And then Francis you. is like, no, dude, you. And then I'm like, no, dude, you. It becomes like, this shoulder shaking. I'm like, this is your vision, dude. And Francis is like, dude, with it. He's like, and he's he's like, we do this every fucking time. <laughs> we rehash how appreciative we are of one another. And and Julia goes, it's a good thing. And I was like, touche, touche. You're like, shut up. Dude. Nothing wrong with voicing appreciation. Dude, it's funny because I, I, I remember at one point I stared down at my drink and it was just alcohol yep. with lime shards little, in little it. Lime filaments, which, which Francis called me out for last time, <laughs> and I just looked down and I was like, "God damn it!" And I just <laughs> accepted that that's who I am. Yeah, but you and didn't get sipping. you didn't get too too tuned up on uh, on Saturday because you were heading to a comedy spot. I was heading to a show, but that's not why. I just did it. Like I had a couple. Um, yeah, but I, you. I, I at one point I said do you want another and I think you oh, were I like said, I got a show or oh, something I good, think good I think it was me. on your mind. <laughs> good for me, dude. We had a conversation about like how how much it sucks to drink a lot during the day and then have yeah. to sober up for a comedy show. True. So yeah, I guess maybe it was a conscious decision. I never got over the hump too hard mm. where uh, performing was 
was difficult. But dude, it just it felt like a day back in the day. It was so fun. It was odd. Um, it was a, it was a good time. You know, I, I, one of the things that's so fun about having the small gap. First of all, we were up on the roof deck that I have, which is our first time using it. Really, it was christening it for for people. Yeah, got it. And it, the weather was like right on the border of being warm enough but not quite yeah. the girls um, needed blankets girls needed blankets guys pretended to be comfortable um <laughs> when they actually weren't um i took some mushroom chocolates mm, as did i i didn't know if you wanted to share that or not it's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah we took some mushroom chocolates we took some, some mushroom chocolates. some boomers <laughs> we took a little a few boomers nothing crazy I'll tell you this, Julio. This is something that was tough for me. You have often complimented my abilities as a host. Mm. And because you have been so effusive about my host ability, I now wear that badge with pride. <laughs> I've set the bar high. And for I you. lean into it. And I took these mushrooms, but that didn't relieve me of my hosting duties. And I got to tell you, I didn't get to enjoy the mushrooms as much because I was so focused on making sure that people had full drinks, yeah. felt welcome, food. I was grilling. Yeah. It's tough to like. Francis also, like, I don't know what the word is. For, you you squeezed literally a hundred limes. Yeah. Francis was manually squeezing limes. I had a juicer. With, it was crazy to watch. Like there I was, was just, making pitcher after pitcher of fresh squeezed lime margaritas there was a lime spicy, graveyard that looked like a fucking junkyard mezcal margaritas spicy mess with scotch bonnet peppers from jamaica <laughs> it was um, delicious. and they were amazing and it's an amazing cocktail to have and it's one of the reasons people like enjoy coming to a party if there's really good cocktails and everyone was excited about it it elevates the party unfortunately when you're halfway through a mushroom trip squeezing limes not to mention i had some paper cuts on my fingers oh yeah is the quickest way to ruin a perfectly good trip on mushrooms yeah. or whatever feelings you're getting from yeah, that yeah interesting you, you know being industrious through drugs is not fun other than adderall i <laughs> that's true i you must have taken more, more than me i didn't really i didn't like it didn't affect me too much. I felt it enough, but Either I kept way. pushing that, whatever that feeling was, in my mind. I I kept pushing through it. Oh, sort right. of like if you're driving and you're feeling a little tired and you shake your head and you're like, I got this. And you grip the right. steering wheel with both hands. Or if you're like trying to write a paper high. Yeah, it was like, like I was okay, trying I to wrestle yeah, my, my inebriation out of my brain. <laughs> I was struggling with it. And I, it sucks because like, I, I wanted to be fucked up. Yeah, but I also needed to stay focused and, and on on point for the hosting stuff, dude. Yeah, I, you you always seem like you're in a really good mind space when you have people over and everybody's drinking. You seem like you're very happy. It does make me very happy. But I got to tell you something. You know what I learned? Mm -hmm. It troubles some of the guests. What does to see how hard I'm working? Oh, interesting. Because they're like, dude, That's what are you fair. doing? Like, why are you squeezing more limes? This is making me tense. Right. Come enjoy the party. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. Because, you know, uh, uh, three more girls asked if there were any margaritas left. And I want to make I yeah. want to make them for them. Um, and it never ends. 
Yeah. Nobody ever is like, I think we've had enough margaritas. Let's switch to bartender Francis. sparkling seltzers. Totally, dude. Nobody ever says that. Yeah, totally. Um, and I, I don't. The other thing I would say, Julio, is that when you elevate your standards of hosting, throwing parties becomes very expensive. Yeah, I'm sure. And people come to a party with a six pack of beer or a bottle of Chardonnay, and they donate that, and that's really nice. You brought a lot of stuff. I brought. I didn't bring that much. You went above and beyond. I brought two bottles of wine. Two bottles of wine and a couple of a couple of those seltzers that that we got. And the chocolate mushrooms. Oh, and I brought chocolate mushrooms. You brought a panoply of gifts. But dude, I I I think part of the reason for that is that I know what like i know this you're like an ancillary host no i'm i'm, I'm not that you're the backup host no but i i just i know how how hard you work like you are put giving off that it's not that hard whereas i maybe know a little bit more how difficult it you're is. the sue host <laughs> you feel ownership more. over it because you're helping me and i that's so nice i appreciate that anyone who comes in by the way to a party that's being hosted by your friend and that if that person helps intensely with the cleanup or brings extra things like things that are really important like ice cups things that people always run out of um and doesn't just bring the token bottle here's your bottle of wine like all right i'm going upstairs to guzzle all of your stuff those people are, <laughs> are are really appreciated by the host right um because we had we had you know we had people over for like nine hours and of course we ran out of all the booze that people had brought mm-hmm. and all of the booze that we had. So that, then we're dipping into our like private liquor supplies and our private beer supplies, which we have no problem doing. But there were people. I mean, we, it turned into like a fucking people were like hoarding our apartment, <laughs> just just running through wine fridges. And, and, and that's fine. We're never going to stop that. But, you know, I would say that that little gathering on Saturday probably ran us both like. 300 bucks each yeah it's crazy and then you're like well we can't do this that often <laughs> right 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 so this is the other thing too almost by being too good of a host too like like you said so for example say i bring you know wine and i have every intention of drinking wine when i come right i think like it's good to like in plan to drink the thing you bring you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's like weird to like bring something that you that's like shitty and then like Go for the other stuff, but like I get there, and if you're making fucking mezcal margaritas, I'm drinking mezcal margaritas. Yeah, but but you but, know? but your wine has uh has is more than paid for your mezcal margaritas. Your gifts to the party, you came in with a surplus. Well, that's good to know. You put us in the black with your gifts. You paid for your seat and then that of another <laughs> at least. Does that make sense? I, the the idea makes sense. I don't know if you're just saying that to be nice. No, but. I, I, I. First of all, I wouldn't be shaming you on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not talking. You are not in this category. There and 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 frankly, you know, I don't expect everybody to come in. You know, like here's guns blazing. Yeah, right. of course not. Um, and it also depends. Like somebody who's been over more often. Yeah, there's like different expectations. Like a new person, there's like less expectation. Exactly. You kind of get a freebie. Yeah, if you I'm know? going to a, a stranger's party, you know, I'm I'm not bringing that person I've never met 
Right. You're not bringing Casa you know, Azul. A, a, a bottle of tequila, four Capri Suns, and six lines of Coke. <laughs> it, I'm not serving them the colors of the rainbow as my entrance fee. Um, uh, that's a good point. So, you know, you do your token six pack or your bottle of rose, mm-hmm. and then you're good to go. Yeah. Um, and most people, that's fine. That's like your, that's like your, that's like when you go to the, <laughs> That's like when you go to the Frick collection yeah. and they're like, there's a suggested donation of $10 All right. and you give $10. <laughs> you just did the, the bare Dude, I minimum. Give, I give $1 in that situation. I've done, I've underpaid that. I give $1. Yeah. And now I'm a member at, I don't know if you can do that at the Frick. I think the Frick, you might have to They pay. now have an entrance. They changed yeah. it, I think. Yeah. But like at the. Too many people like us were abusing at, that. But policy. at the Met, if you're from the Tri-State area, you can pay whatever you want. Um. And I would pay a dollar until I joined. Interesting. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. The party progressed in a way that, that a party progresses. You know, it was it started during the day, went into the evening. And this is before daylight savings kicked in too. So it was like, the perfect progression. We're out on the roof. We're eating. And then it turns out into us inside playing games at the table. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting moment for a new person to be brought into the group, mm. especially a person who's been partying on their own all day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it added a very funny and interesting element that definitely made people a little uncomfortable. Totally. That was, and I felt bad for the person who brought them because I felt like he got kind of aired out a little bit and yeah. potentially embarrassed a little. I left before it apparently got. Dude, this was <laughs> wild. So it's like you said, right? Everyone has been partying all day, and there's a cohesion that there's a, forms. Yeah, there's a rapport uh, where where you've everyone's within the same realm of drinking, right? Because right. nobody's just like standing by a keg, funneling. <laughs> you know, there, there's right, nobody right. outpacing each other. So we're all we we're classy. We're all rising. We're all you know, a rising tide floats all boats as a unit, dude. Yeah, and Fucking we roll we're tide. all on the same page. You know, a couple people filed off and had to go do other things. You left to go do your show. Hillary left with you, um, but everyone else was on board to go inside. And there was a there was a, a sing, single mindedness to it of like, okay, let's let's move into this phase of the party. Is anyone hungry? Blah blah blah. We go inside, we're playing games, and out of nowhere, a friend of mine, uh, his girlfriend arrived, and they, we, we, none of us knew her. Right. None of us knew and her. They, and from what I understood, they were, they've been sort of on and off, and they, maybe they haven't been together that long anyway, type of thing? They've been together a while, but, okay, okay. Uh, but on and off they've situation. had some rocky recent days and she she was fucked up like she was yes yeah well apparently she had um woken up and taken acid in the morning right 
And we didn't know that until he told the whole party with her right there. And she, she seemed really drunk, too. Like, I don't know. If, if she had taken acid in the morning, given the time that it was, whatever. I, I, obviously, I don't, it obviously affected. I don't know what was wrong with her. Um, but as I said, there was a, a real team spirit to the party at this yes, point. Yes. And she came in and sat down in the middle and declared herself and started telling stories uh, to everybody. Long, kind of like incoherent. Long, rambling. Slurring. She had been crying. Sobbing. She had sobbing. taken an Uber very, a very, very long distance. 75 like, minutes from yeah. Connecticut. <laughs> um, from a different party. And that party. And she's, by the way, she's telling all, all of us this. We've never met her before. No, like. Hey, how are you? Where do you work? How long have you two known right. each other? When did you meet? No formalities. Just this is my life and here's today. And talking about the guy who she had been with while they were on a break. He didn't know. She's she's filling him on. We, we watched. Dude, we were all we like, watched oh a God. buddy of mine learn that his girlfriend had been like seeing other people in real time. We we witnessed this. Yes, and granted, you know the timeline. She apparently was before they got back together, whatever. Yeah. But still, that's like a dagger to the heart. We, dude, I'm telling you, he I seems like a great dude. I got up and had to go sit in the living room in a chair facing the other direction because I was so uncomfortable. Oh my god! And dude. you know me. I left. I I mean, I heard all the things that we've we've talked about, and then left. And then I actually texted Francis later in the night about it. And I felt remorseful about sending that text. I was like, I'm being gossipy. Like, I shouldn't have sent no, that text. No, dude. I was in my head about it. It's so when all you res- anyone was talking when about. When you responded being like, it got much worse, I was very relieved. Well, the thing, <laughs> look, and, and and the thing was, you and I talked before the, the episode about whether or not we should even talk about this. Right. And, and and the reality is, they, as, they made no effort to be discreet themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sharing their names, so I feel like it's perfectly fine. Um, and, and listen he's awesome and he he really seems like a really cool dude i don't really know her so i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt and just think maybe she was really fucked up that day everybody has an off day totally but the display um that they put on (laughs) was a, a a social display i have never seen in my entire fucking life it was a spectacle it was and everybody around the table there were still like 10 people there was just leaned in to witness. <laughs> Everyone gave up on trying to play the game. Really? People gave up on trying to have conversations amongst themselves. There was one performer, and she had the floor. And we all just were, at some some point, I think certain people were like, and, and spurring her on. You know, being like, and, and then what happened? You know, uh, I know, I already know exactly and, and, who was doing that. And then what happened? <laughs> he said that. Uh, and and and, oh, and no. my buddy, to his credit, is is very thick skinned and 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 almost like indifferent in many ways. Um, let's just things roll off his back. And he was he was not really apologizing for her, but it was like astonishing the things that she was saying. Astonishing. Was there a moment where he he seemed uncomfortable? There should have been. <laughs> right, right. There would have, let's put it this way. They stayed for at least two to three hours after she arrived. 
Had it been me in my relationship in that same situation, I would have pulled the ripcord immediately and made us leave instantly. To be honest, dude, what I probably he weathered would... it for three hours. And I, it, I don't know. I might have been so upset about finding out new shit that I wouldn't have done this. But I like to think that I would have put her in the hallway, come back into the party, apologize to everyone, and then yeah. left. That's yeah. what I. And I'm not saying that's what he should do. But I just know that that's what I would do because I would have felt uncomfortable. It, it dude, I'm telling you, it was. I, 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 I'm still reeling from it. Like we, my, see, my girlfriend and I talked about it the whole day. Really? <laughs> we were calling people who had been at the party and just like rehashing. Dude, how things. fun is that? How fun is the recap? It is fun. It's fucking great, it's especially fun. like a wedding weekend where all your friends are there recapping. We had a recap party one time for a wedding. So good. And it was so fun. So good. And just talked about sh- fucking crazy shit from the wedding. The best. Rehashing so stories that you've told before. You know, uh, reliving I, the weekend. It, it's amazing. The, the other thing that she was doing, <laughs> I I hope that this is interesting for our audience because we're Dude, trying is. to respect their be. privacy while at the same time giving you enough details to make it scintillating. Um, <laughs> however, the, Fine line. the other thing that she was doing, I, I should add, they they had broken up a month before, right? Yes. And had not seen each other for a month. And then the first time that they'd seen each other in a month was the night before this, that part. Okay. So they had just Oh man, they probably had wild reconnect. Well, they had awesome so sex. Yeah, but they had so I'm sure they had so much to work out. Totally. And, and they, they hadn't, hadn't done, done it that. yet. They just had yes. So they were kind of like working yeah. their right. shit out on drugs in front of us in real time and she was like here's an example um we were talking about type a personalities and my girlfriend was like yeah i'm a type a personality i'm very clean and all tidy and organized and my buddy whose girlfriend arrived was like that's what that means i never really knew what type a meant and his girlfriend goes well, you're type D for dumbass. <laughs> oh my god! No joke about it. Just oh a straight god, up like dude. arrow what through his fucking skull. Guy? Dude, he's such a good guy too. He's like this guy's one of those guys who, and I'm t- he's your boy. But this is from my first impression. Yeah, he's just like seems very comfortable in his own skin. He really is. He could sit there in silence. He's like one of those people who like. He's almost so comfortable that it makes you uncomfortable that you're not as comfortable with yourself as he is. Yeah, but he doesn't experience discomfort. He's right. missing a gene. Right. It's not as if he's right. like learned it. It's a gift. Yeah, it's no, just totally. Always it's naturally occurring. Way. Yeah. And honestly, dude, some of the great comedians I notice have that personality. Totally. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Eric Andre's like that. He's like that. Somebody, Hannibal's like that. Yeah. Somebody who can put themselves in really uncomfortable situations and just let it fly with no thought of like is this embarrassing are there going to be repercussions for saying this whatever mm. um the other thing <laughs> the other really funny moment was at one point here like here's how obvious it was um at some point one of the guys there were two other guys there that knew my buddy and were we were good friends with him and also knew the girlfriend and had oh, sort of seen oh, yeah, 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 yeah. this unfold yes. before. And they weren't afraid to call it out whatsoever. They were calling it out the whole time. The whole time. That was crazy to me, too. I was impressed with that. Yeah. And they were like, someone, at, the, at some point, there was a lull in the conversation. It might have followed 
something from she had said. And one of them was like, well, why don't we just call out the elephant in the room? (laughs) (laughs) And the other one went, you mean the 30 elephants in the room? (laughs) And people kind of giggled nervously. And then my buddy, who the guy with the girlfriend, goes... I get it, guys. The elephant in the room. I have a huge zit on my forehead. <laughs> and he did. Did you mean it? He had a huge zit on his but forehead. But did you actually think that's what I it think was? he was kind of like deflecting. What this. a really funny way to do it that. It was so funny, dude. Dude, that's great. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. If they end up hearing this, credit to them. I hope they worked it out. Um, I hope so too. You know, we we had no problem with it at all. It was it a was wild thing. So entertaining. It was and wild, so, and it was wild, dude. It was really fucking wild. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I'm still, I'm still, yeah, I know, still processing. <laughs> Julio, summer is right around the corner. It is, dude, and I gotta say, you're looking pretty fucking fresh in your pink you, diaper shades. You look, uh, me. Do I look I, cool? You look fucking great, I dude. feel cool right now. Yeah, I say. you would, you bastard. <laughs> we are big fans of the Pit Viper sunglasses. We're gonna be wearing these all summer on the beach for water landings, for <laughs> holding down the fort. Dude, yeah, the, the list of activities that these are recommended for on the side of the box are pretty awesome and pretty funny because yeah. it's like, motorboating how uh round uh kneeboarding you know break Shark dancing wrestling. but then punch punch dancing or windstorms <laughs> i mean seesawing <laughs> the, the point is these are full coverage man you're not getting sand or water or sweat into your eyeballs as long as you're wearing your pit vipers and they're also dope like i just feel like this is some shit kanye would wear dude, <laughs> to be honest you know what i mean it feels like the, your coolest fashion forward sort of like music idol or or person you look up to would wear some shit like this. They're fun. Wearing these is fun. I feel ready to go full turbo right now. Yeah. Like I feel like I need to take a couple, just a little sprinkle of psychedelics. So I'm feeling nice and confident and then should go out and be like, what's up world? Hawk yeah. It's your boy. Hawk yeah. <laughs> uh, they're polarized. They're awesome. They're really cool. Go to pitviper.biz slash oops and you will get 10 percent off your order go to pitviper.biz slash oops today well um, dude i got another thing to bring up to you if, good. if we're done with that if you don't have any other thoughts i got that's it for me okay so i had given you guys an update that i was going to the dentist a couple weeks ago hmm. um and i have a confession to make okay that was the second time that i've been to the dentist in 15 years oh julia <laughs> 15 years. What is that about? So I'll tell you what, four years ago I went. So I had I'd gone about 10 or 11 years without going and I went and didn't have cavities and I had such a fuck. I was so cocky. Yeah. I was like, fuck all of you. Like you don't know shit. Fuck you all. Fuck you. Whatever. I've never had a cavity. Right. I go in this past the couple weeks ago. I had three cavities. Have you ever yeah. had a cavity? I don't, I Maybe when I was younger. Right. I Everybody one. says that. Nobody as an adult has them. My friend, fucking Brent, who we've talked about before, he goes, that's so third world. So third world. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you got cavities? What are you doing? What are you doing? So I'm like, fuck, I have cavities. So dude, I hate, like cavities suck ass. People are like, oh, they don't even hurt. They fucking, it hurts. 
What happens? I don't even remember so that. Dude, I don't you, know what the technology is like now. Dude, you go in there. They they sh- give you four shot sh- needles in your fucking gums. Yeah. And then you hear, and they start drilling your teeth. Ew. And dude, like at one point she's doing it and she starts going, God, these things are awful. When are we going to replace these? These things are awful. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. Are you serious? I'm using old farm equipment. So dude, the first, <laughs> exactly. The first, I, I'm like, what? So, and my insurance, I think the way it works, or or, I don't know if it's because just because of insurance, I can't do them all at the same time. So I've had to go twice. I'm terrified of cleanings. I was so depressed going to get my cavity dealt with. It was like crazy. I tried to get Hillary to come with me and then realized that was insane. So I I went, I go in there, they do it, they drill it. And at first, dude, the cavity actually hurt less than the cleaning does. The cleaning hurts me. It's yeah. like sensitive. No, it's I, uncomfortable. I'm, I'm with you on that, on the cleaning. It sucks ass. Cleaning has changed. Teeth cleaning have changed. Now it's this excavation with ho- the hooks. and Dude, it's so, it's terrible. You get some people who are a little uh, sympathetic to your mouth and then they don't go as hard. And then there are other people, who dental hygienists who come in and are taking out their day on your mouth. I know, especially when they start testing like the fortitude of the tops of your teeth yeah. and they hit those sensitive spots. I hate it. Dude, dude. it's, it is terrible. So, and especially like when the, at least the hygienist is usually gentle, then the dentist comes out and he's fucking like cracks his fingers and yeah. starts going to work. Dude, so the second cavity hurt so much while she was doing it. Mm. She had to shoot me up with more. And even then it kept hurting. And it was just like, I have to go back for a third one. It was so traumatizing. I'm flossing every day for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, that'll be a wake-up call. That'll tell you to fix your teeth. But dude, we don't, we don't talk enough about the ingenuity of dentistry. The fact that they are able to drill my teeth, fill them with tooth-colored whatever the fuck, and I can walk out of there and eat, eat five minutes later. It's amazing. With no blood or anything. It is absolutely insane. Yeah. What really the fuck? Is. Well, think about this, dude. I mean, in our <laughs> lifetime, I think, I don't know exactly when this happened. People get these veneers now. I know. Where they have perfectly straight, incandescently white teeth. Dude, we have comedy friends who've done that. I don't know if that's a thing you're not supposed to say who it was. I got I no problem with it. I, you can tell who has veneers and who doesn't. I, yeah, I, no, you're right. Because now you have new teeth. Yeah, you're you, like, why? God forbid that person goes to a blacklight party. <laughs> they look like different people. Yeah. But I, it's still unclear to me if when you get veneers, if, for example, when you go for the cleaning, if you still feel it or not. Because I'm thinking I'm going to fucking get it one day, dude. If, if it means that I don't feel the cleaning... Or if it's easier to deal with veneers than real teeth, I'm getting fucking I veneers. think veneers do uh, cut down on the sort of human uh, decay and, and the the likelihood that your teeth will, will something bad will happen to them. I think because it's all artificial. Right. You know, I think it, my guess is that at worst, you're, you're still at risk of, of gum problems and gum disease. But, you know, as far as the teeth themselves, you've armored them with this. Whatever it is, right. do you, to to put them in? They do they literally? It's I think they procedure. just shave. They shave your teeth down and then There's put new ones over. Of, it, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's that comfortable. Fuck, dude. I don't. God. Chris is looking at graphic imagery <laughs> of veneer processes. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Huh. Well, dude, yeah, like fucking. If you're gonna floss, 
I, you know, if this is a perfect time to plug it, don't half-ass Don't it. half-ass the flossing. Get in there. Don't half-ass anything, really, but especially <laughs> flossing. I mean, <laughs> Seriously. you got to get every tooth and you got to get each side of the gum on each tooth. If there's anything I've learned from my friends over at Don't Half-Ass Anything. Even if it feels like shit. Yeah, they are a phenomenal uh, group of guys. Lifestyle brand. Check out their website, don'thalfassanything.com. They're going for it. Yeah, you, where you might imagine you'll find a bunch of stuff of people who are going for it. They are. They're, they are they're on their way up uh, Half Dome. They're they're working on that um, big trip. They love to adventure. They love to be outdoors. They've got some really cool blogs and some pieces that you can read and uh, awesome photography. Um, and honestly, if you're just like feeling shitty and not energized like this it's like kind of a good positive vibe the whole website it might get a little wind in your sails they're the most positive people i've ever seen on the internet <laughs> literally they yeah. make me feel bad for not being them <laughs> the way that they are i love the kool-aid they're drinking i love what they're selling they have fantastic merch you can get 15 percent off their merch store right now if you go to don't anything.com and use promo code OOPS15. Yes. Check out their Instagram as well. They're awesome. Don't have ass anything. Here's something I wanted to ask you. Please. So we talk somewhat about the mortality of our parents, our oh, grandparents. Man. Yeah. I'm at a point now where my parents still leave me voicemails. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to delete them. Mm-hmm. Have I talked about this before? No. I don't want to delete my parents' voicemails. A lot of the time I don't listen to them because I immediately just call them right back because it's 2021. But I have all these voicemails from my parents and my thought is that if my parents pass away, that will be something I can listen through. Wow. How sad is that? Yeah, dude, I don't even know if I'd be able to even listen to them. But it's funny It's funny you say this, because I think with our powers combined, we'll come up with a really good solution to this. Because I save voicemails. I've saved all the good voicemails I've ever gotten, and I still have them. Really? And what I do, and because I've, I've had the same phone number, they kind of like transfer over. But when my voicemail box starts to get full, you can send your voicemails to your email and put them in a folder. See, that's what I should be doing. That's what you should be doing. I want... That's nice. Audio book length compilations of my parents' voicemails, even if they're just short. A lot of the time, my dad calls. He's like, Fran, it's dad. Bye. <laughs> That's all he leaves me. <laughs> and after he's gone, after he's shuffled off his mortal coil, I would be so happy to hear those voicemails. Yeah. Uh, one after another. Jesus. And this I. Like making me emotional. I'm right? sorry to no, get it's okay. heavy. It's good. But. I the the thing I would hate the most is if that I deleted a huge trove of voicemails from my parents and then God forbid the next day something happened I would be devastated. I know, I know. So what is the age at which you need to start preserving things from your parents? That's it. For crazy. them. I'm li literally as you're saying this I'm thinking about how much footage or whatever that I have. Probably not as much as I would like. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know, man. I think it might end up being one of those things where it's good to collect it because you want to have it, but you might not go listen to it as much as you think, which might be too painful. You might be right. 
Dude, I'm getting to the point where I can't even watch things about like old people, like like that movie, The Father. I can't watch that. I'm not going to watch mm, it. Mm-hmm. I can't watch that stuff about like parents losing it. You ever see the movie Amour? No. French movie. It got. I think it might have won Best Foreign Film. Saddest movie I've ever seen. It's about <laughs> aging and whatever. Yeah. But dude, I literally I can't watch things that are about that subject. No. It really because you know fucking life doesn't yeah. last forever unfortunately too close to home yeah um, um but you know what's so fucked up dude on the flip side of that even knowing this even having the awareness that uh my parents are not permanent fixtures in my life um it doesn't prevent me from having arguments and fights with them mm-hmm. well you know that's okay yeah, but I, I get what you mean, but I'd rather spend these last years that I have with them in Not harmony either. and gratitude for them than preserve a hundred voicemails from them. Mm-hmm. And yet I have the awareness to preserve the voicemails and not the uh, patience to, to not fight to quell my anger so, or frustration. And I think this is, it's interesting, the role that we play with our families is typically a unique one. Like, you don't have that dynamic with any other group of people in your life. Right. It's almost like you're a different person, which is, it can be weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel that you are picking these fights, or are your parents, you have no choice but to pick the fight because you guys just aren't seeing eye to eye? Um... I don't know the answer. Some, so it's probably a little bit of both sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, you, know, you we, can't we, just not fight if the fight, if there's supposed to be a fight, you got to fight. It's family. It's all right. Yeah, fine. But, you know, you're, I'm 31 years old. I've, been, I've spent 31, 31 years of my life being my parents' son. Mm-hmm. And with that comes such familiarity with <laughs> all the foibles and you know, hot trigger topics and, you know, the things that have been, that annoy me now for my parents have been annoying me for a long time. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Of course. So it's, in in some ways, I shouldn't rise to it Mm -hmm. because I'm accustomed to it. It's not as if they're surprising me with their, whatever it is. But at the same time, through sheer you know consistency it's like why haven't we fixed this you know and i i know a lot of it is is a, is a me problem too mm-hmm. um but i think i think family and parents annoy you by virtue of yes how often and how close we all are of course um of course it's tough man it's and do you par- they're just like embarrassing too i mean there's just so many there's so many ways to fight with your family yes you know what i mean like i, I remember do you ever go to that store Bodega in Boston? Yeah, the sneaker store yes. in, the, in the cool thing. We may have mentioned it briefly, but just just to remind our listeners, it's a store where you walk in, it's this like shitty little bodega. You walk up to the Sprite machine, it opens, and there's a sneaker shop in it. Yeah. So I took my parents there, and what does my dad do? He just starts embarrassing me immediately. And then, you know, I'm 20, I want to be cool. And he puts on this like hat that I guess he thought looked like a train conductor hat. And he goes, Hey Julio, across the store, and he goes, all aboard I was like, Dad, <laughs> jesus and then he starts doing it to random people in the store mm-hmm. he goes choo-choo <laughs> and these people are looking at him like the fuck out of my face you know what i mean 
I'm annoyed at him about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at him about shit like that now, but now the things that annoy me, I guess, have evolved or are different. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But it's just your parents just know how to push your fucking buttons, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I got I got in a fight with my parents uh about <laughs> news. Oh, really? Yeah, my parents are very liberal and um I had voiced something about how i thought that the new york times you know uh, recently was at least during the the, the the later years of the trump administration it's not even worth getting you're into. not dude you're not the only person that that has said this to me i said something like you know i think i i think they are a little bit at, at the very least they're aware that by focusing on him they are selling more papers. Mm -hmm. And I even think that they've admitted that. Leaning into the sensationalizing of the whole thing. And my mom, who is on, you know, the, the, a board for main public radio and has been a firm believer in the power of journalism and media for, for her entire life and all of this huge advocate of free speech and, 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 and news coverage was furious, furious instantly with me. Uh, for suggesting that the New York Times, which you know the gold standard in Western journalism, would somehow be slanted in their in their coverage of the presidency, mm. and it was the first time that she we we had an argument where, you know, it had nothing to do with like family shit, right? That all of a sudden I was at odds with her over an adult topic. Maybe it wasn't the first time, but. It stood out to me as yeah. like, wow, you know, I disagree over something where I feel that I I deserve an opinion on this, right? And I'm surprised that she's as mad as she is, right? And it it, I, it likely made you appreciate how difficult it must be to sort of be at odds with your family about that stuff in general, yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, and. And I have friends who sort of have, who deal with that, where mm -hmm. they're just not aligned with their families politically or with values or blah, 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 whatever. And I watch them struggle with it and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel lucky that I tend to agree with my family at least. And it yeah. sounds like you typically do too. But dude, that's an interesting thing. That That's a debate that I've heard amongst liberal circles. People being like, all right, the New York Times is supposed to be this kind of like infallible institution of journalism and they're getting affected by the times a bit maybe yeah i don't know Whatever. i don't know man it's uh i gotta say i'm 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 i don't give a shit about news right now the moment that biden was sworn in i checked out <laughs> and it feels like vacation <laughs> right dude those those couple months were, were pretty stressful i think everyone deserves a little time off from news go blow your boys yeah go blow your boys <laughs> boston bob we're gonna hopefully get updates uh, for the next episode on that we need that take us out julio uh, guys thanks for listening oops the podcast uh hit us up oops the podcast on instagram oops the podcast at gmail.com we love re reading through your guys emails uh we get quite a few so you know if we don't respond right away we're going to we will read them we always do um and check out our YouTube and I'm at not on Instagram. He's at Francis CC Ellis. Uh, we're doing a bunch of cool stuff and putting out a bunch of new cool stuff in the new year. So check it out.